This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Off to the Heldberg. Time with the executive director of the Green Times, eco consultant and coach, and a lady we just like hanging out with. And we know from the messages we get, you like it when she hangs out with us too. It's Alma. Good morning, Alma. Good morning, and most lovely to hear. Thank you. So we're digging deep today, and we're getting all out there with our ladder of awareness because we're sitting in this world where there's continual unfolding of these global crises. If it's not climate change, it's COVID-19, and then some of the other things that we pretend sometimes aren't happening, but they're happening. And we fit in here somewhere in this ladder of awareness where we're either sticking our head in the sand or we're getting stuck in making a difference. We can't wait to hear what you've got for us this morning, Elma. Absolutely. And, of course, now we're talking about the five stages of of um, of awareness. Mm. Um this is one of the ways of looking at it. It's not the only way, but it's it's by a person called Paul Schulka, um, who's one of the leading lights in uh, also the collapse aware community. Ah. So he, he's talking about you know stage one being dead asleep, where <laughs> people aren't really aware of fundamental problems. Sure. Um, and I think if there's a problem that pops up, it can be fixed with more rule making or more more laws. And for the rest, I think now everything is actually hunky dory. Now, I must say, I don't think there are many people at this stage anymore. I hope not. not after COVID, especially. I think that sort of woke up the last people who still thought that everything is fine on the planet. Um, but then there's a movement to the second stage of awareness where you become very aware of one fundamental problem, whether it's climate change or overpopulation or peak oil or, you know, the overfishing of the ocean mm. or biodiversity loss, there's so many um, sociopolitical um, injustice. But people then tend to focus on that one to the exclusion of everything else mm. and become very vocal and very activist in that one particular field. Then they move into level three where they realize, but there's actually lots of problems, many problem areas. Uh, I can't just focus on one because that's not all there is mm. and the things are intertwined as well. And then by, by level four, you realize that there's a connection between all these problems. And very often, if you sort one problem out, uh, then you create problems in the other area. And sort of an, uh, an example I was thinking of in that line was, for example, when COVID hit, which is part of part of the of the decline of our ecosystem, obviously. Mm. Um, then we had to have lockdowns, but we also have this massive problem with poverty and social in- inequality, yeah. and that then exacerbated that problem again because now people couldn't go to work. So you try to solve the one, and another one gets worse, and that then starts becoming um, clear that we are in a conundrum. Yeah. We are in wow. a predicament, and that is the movement to level five where you realize that it is not really possible to solve these things in isolation, and and the and the and the question arises whether things can be whether there whether there are really solutions to mm. our current industrial civilization. When I look at this list, Alma, and I try to figure out where I'm at, and we try and figure out where we generally are at, maybe as a nation, and how we go about tackling all of these problems. Uh, I get this feeling though that many people are stuck at level two. Because there's this one thing that they're passionate about, 
And so they almost near obsess about this one thing and all of their time, effort and energy goes into just this one thing. And then when you would maybe ask them, what about the other things? They go, yeah, yeah, but this. Uh, and you get that feeling that people see it not necessarily as just a, a solution. They see it as, if I can just focus on this, I can make a problem, a, a change here. So I become very solution driven to this one thing. And I bring everybody in my area of influence into with me into this one thing. Uh, do you agree with that? Yeah, well, that is, that's a natural progression. I mean, I also started off like that. I mean, as you remember, I started off focusing on recycling. Yes. I focused, number one, on the waste issue. That was my entry point. And then, of course, along the way, because it's been three decades, you realize, oh, my gosh, but there's also this. Mm. And then, oh, my gosh, there's also that. And then you realize, okay... They are intertwined as well. The one impacts on the other. So there, there are no simple solutions. And, um, you know, then by the stage, by, by the time you get to stage five, um, you know, people have to take full responsibility. Mm. And there are two paths. There's the inner path and there's the outer path. And the outer path means, you know, uh, you join things like transition network where you try to change everything about how we live, yes. <clears throat> the permaculture movement, etc. People give up eating meat, all these things, these a lot of green sort of initiatives. Mm. And then there's also the inner path where people focus on their personal transformation and they start, you know, the, the becoming the change you wish to see in the world. And, yes. and they get the awareness that in order to heal the world, you first have to start by healing yourself. So it becomes a personal, spiritual path indeed, where you start thinking about your place in it all. Mm. And what is the work that you need to do in this personal transformation that needs to happen on the planet? Um, and then for us as believers, we also have a responsibility to be good stewards. Whenever we talk about you in the Green Times, we often refer to it as environmental stewardship. And that is, we can't just sit and, and expect the Alma Pollard to fix it. You know, and that's, that's not how things work. We have to take responsibility. And as believers, there's a call on our lives by God to take care of what He has created. So, we can't, we can't even allow ourselves to be stuck in the dead asleep stage. And if we are, we need to, we need to pray and ask God for His guidance to get us and to, to open our eyes. Absolutely. And it, all, and it all boils down to being really honest about your emotions because people eventually end up in a process of grief. Yes. Because if you really have to face what we're in, it's a global systemic failure which we are necessarily all trapped in. You can't say, I'm not going to be part of it. It's, it's actually impossible for us to be completely out of the system. Um, and then there's a process of grief that people go through. You know, the normal, the known processes of grief, five steps where people start off in denial, which you can yeah. see is, is of the, furthest, uh, the further backstage. Then comes the anger when you really embrace what's happening and, uh, and, 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 and the depression that follows from that and so on. But the point is it brings you in the end if you keep doing the work mm. and facing your contribution and your stuckness in the whole thing. Yes. And the sadness of how, how sad it really is that we are destroying nature and, and each other in the process, um, then you can, if you do the inner work really well, you get to a point of grace. I, what I call that it just, for me, it just, you just end up in absolute gratitude because every day is just a blessing. You know that we are all terminal and we've known that forever, but there's more of an awareness now. And with that becomes, if you do the work, you also become absolutely grateful for every moment. You don't take life for granted anymore. And that is 
the beautiful inner part of, of stage five, which is kind of obviously the space where I am. If you if you really know everything, you've got to make personal sense of it. You can you have to work on your own personal meaning and your own personal context and and obviously reach out to what we can do while we are here and how we can be the light that is needed. Yeah, and Alma, also to give grace and understanding to people in different levels as we look to you and you would have a conversation with us and tell us, for example, about a composting toilet that you would use. Instead of thinking, oh, well, that is very odd and unusual, just realize somebody is well ahead of the curve than we are and we're busy learning in the process. You know, we have a person in our circle. I don't think they can fit another dog on their property. But whenever there's, their heart goes out so... That, you know, you go over there and everywhere it's just dog hairs and dog food and dog. But this is her heart. This is her, like, we've got to rescue them all, you know. And, and to have a grace and understanding for someone in that space to say, this is where she's at. You know, how could we support Absolutely. her? How do you support this person instead of saying, this is unusual? And and every every response is valid yes. in my books. Absolutely. I can't prescribe to you how you should respond. Mm. Because you have to search your own heart and the Creator will guide you exactly as to what you need to do in these critical times. And that becomes your unique path. Mm. And I think it's, it's, it's a wonderful opportunity because we, we need to grow spiritually now. There's, there is really no option. And then you discover that you, can have, you, you are called to respond in your own particular little way. And it's all, and it's all good. What a stunning conversation. Go and read the story on thegreentimes.co.za. If you want to listen to this again and something you want to share, and I feel today's one is totally worth sharing, you'll find it as a podcast on kpulpa.co.za. The outstanding voice of the executive director of The Green Times, eco-consultant and coach, the lovely Alma Pollard. Thanks, Alma, for your time this morning. Thank you. Have an awesome, blessed day. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.